Yo, what's up? Please enjoy episode number 35 with Kat Sanchez. She is a nail technician out of San Bernardino, California. In this episode, we talk about being the middle child, moving out your parents' house. We talk about growing up being a chubby girl. We weren't taught to say I love you. Gender roles, girls being emotional. Do men cry? Do men do the dishes? Well, for the answer, please enjoy this upcoming episode. All right, and we're live. Awesome. How did that sound right there? We're live. Did I surprise you a bit? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people good. get camera shy when we're live. I do. My hands are Yeah, sweaty. what are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 weird because my first I'm I'm cool with it now, but the the first few um episodes with guests and by even by myself, like I could be even practicing before I hit record and I sound smooth and nice. And then I hit record and it's just like, oh shit. There's like a different feeling when you know you're being watched. Cause yeah. you know, you're being watched on camera or by other people eventually, but you're being watched. So it's it's weird. But I think I've came to better handle it now. Like I really just don't care. Like what you get here in the podcast now is the mic you'll get you know, on a conversation, if you see me at the store or in person or at work or at, at a job, I think it's something you just have to build. But, uh, of course, yeah, yeah. So, yeah you know, <laughs> don't worry. All right. Okay. All right. For sure. What's up, audience? What's good? This is Mr. Mike once again, and this is the Get Show Mind Right podcast. All right. This will be maybe episode 35, maybe 36. I'm not sure. I might throw in a solo episode before this one here. Uh, but anyway, this is uh, I have, this is a guest episode, okay? I have a guest. I actually have my sister from the same mother, from the same <laughs> father, my blood sister. She's uh, you're the middle child, huh? I'm the middle child. Unfortunately, what's it like being what it what's it like being a middle <laughs> child? I, I I get a lot of uh, there's a lot of like bad talk or or just you know a lot of talk about being the middle child. What is it being the middle child? Um, the middle like, child is like kind of being a little unwanted in my you opinion. think so? Yeah. Uh, in a sense, I feel like, you know, the first, the first kid is always the, wow, like surprise first parents, you know what I mean? Right. And then the middle child, you kind of got already that excitement. It might not be for everyone, but I, I'm just talking about what kind of everyone seems to feel like from what I've heard from TikTok and situations right. like that. Um, but the the first child usually gets the more attention. I mean, you are the first the firstborn, and then the middle child comes. You kind of already know what you're you you got yourself into, and then right. the last <laughs> child, or if you have any more, you know your last child is gonna be like that maybe that feeling unborn again type of thing. So I feel like the child, the middle child, might be loved, but it's a it's a little different. Like it's I don't know, different love, right? It, it's a different type of love, definitely. I, I would. I would think so. It's like different, but I think what counts too is like, for example, the first child, cause I'm the first child for all, for all mm -hmm. my listeners. We're, it's three of us. It's me. It's my sister, Kathia Sanchez, AKA cat, which yes. is uh, the guest here today. 
and uh, another little sister named is Carla. So I'm the oldest. Yeah, uh, I'm the oldest. But I think I think what we have to get into account too is how did that, like the situation and where that that first child came came to be, right? Came to be born. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what was it a planned child? Was it a yeah, child that just came out of the blue? Was it a, just you just kind of like you had that child and now you have to be with that person? Like, I'm not throwing shit at anybody, but, you know, there's different examples as how that first child came to be. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that I think we have to take that into account as well. Yeah, of course. I, I believe so, too. It just it just depends on the situation, everyone's situation and stuff. So. Yeah, I don't know. I like being the middle child, honestly. At first, I didn't when I was younger. But now, like, I think it just it happens to... I feel like with my personality, and now that I'm older, I feel like I don't mind being the middle child. Because I like, I like my alone time. I really do. So, right. Yeah. How, how, would you, how would you describe your personality? It just depends. You know, I feel like my personality is very difficult, very challenging, and it doesn't get along with everyone. I feel like it's, I'm very to myself, but I'm very open in other people's eyes. But it's like, I see it like, I show you what I want you to see. You're not gonna see like the true me. And I feel like for me, it's very hard to express myself I'm I I consider myself an introvert. There's times really? that's that certain people can bring out a little bit of that um, mysterious, I, I guess, of me. But I do consider myself an introvert. Like I like being home. I like being to myself. I do like going out and like certain times. But I feel like um, I get drained when I go out. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like I can't be out. I can't be out too long because then like I my energy just just it's going low. So I need to come back. I, that's just like I feel like my personality is just weird. I don't know. I get that. No, I get that. I totally I totally understand that. I feel like I feel like it sounds weird, but I feel like it's the thing right now. Right. It's mm-hmm. don't you think it's weird how like I don't know. It, it, I find it funny how like stuff a lot of people have in common, how it, how just stuff becomes a thing. Like yeah. just re- just recently now, like positivity became a thing. Yeah. Like you you talked about posit- po- positivity 10 years ago. People would be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Oh, now it's like positivity this, good vibes only, positivity that. And it, it's cool in a way, right? Because we're spreading yeah. good things out there. But in a way, it, it's cringe sometimes. Like, oh, you have to be positive. Positivity, yeah. you know? It's weird for me. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I find it funny sometimes, but. Like I said, it's something good. So, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't say no to that, in my opinion. Yeah, of course. I want to touch on what you mentioned earlier. You said that your personality is is a bit weird. It's, it's different at times, right? It really is. Yeah. I, I came to the conclude conclusion that, that, well, at least for me, I don't think I have a per, I, I don't like the word personality, right? Cause you said mm-hmm. it could, it could fluctuate. It could change depending on yes. the situation, the people you're with. I believe in character. I, be- I believe in character. Mm-hmm. All right. When somebody has some level, some sort of a character to themselves, that doesn't change. Like if you are a nice person, that's a character trait. Yes. 
Yeah, it's I not agree. gonna change, right? If you're nice, it's not gonna change. If you are a mm, people, uh, a person who likes to, you know, help people or push people to do better, that's always gonna be you, regardless of the situation you're in. There's just certain character traits that I think that you have that will never change. And when it comes to personality, it changes, right? Sometimes you might be easygoing with with a certain uh, group of people. Sometimes you might be to yourself with another type of people. That changes. I think your character, which is who you are deep down, that'll never change. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I feel like also it's adapting to, to environments. Exactly right. You you mm-hmm. you can't talk to a certain group of people the same as you talk to a different group of people. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. So it, it just depends. It depends. But um, for the most part, I am I like being a little bit to myself, but I feel like I try to open up a little bit more because of uh, my career. It has kind of pushed me to to open up a little bit more and have a connection with my, my clients, my friends, you know, so I, I'm, I'm trying to, again, throw myself a little bit out there. Cause sometimes I feel like I can, I can go from being super talkative, uh, to very silent or quiet, just like very awkward. And I feel like I've always been awkward, but now that I'm older, I feel like I even got more awkward for some reason. So I just been trying to push myself out there because again, my career, I have to, I have to connect with my, I feel like I have to connect to my audience, at least in my social media. I feel like I have to have that connection with my clients and I definitely do in person, but I feel like I also have to connect through the people that see me on social media, but haven't met me in person. And I feel like I haven't really um, target that, at least not now. It's very important. Yes. It makes very a lot of sense. It's very important. Like you have to, people want to, you as a business owner, you're a nail technician, you're a nail tech. Yes. As a, as a business owner, you have to, you, you have to want, you have to have people want to come see you. Mm -hmm. Right. If they don't like you basically they're not gonna go they're not gonna come see you right yeah nobody wants nobody wants to get the nails done regardless of how dope your nails are they want to at least like the person that's doing the nails or at least have yeah. a great time while they're at board while they're at your business yeah i, I mean they so. they are there for for a while so i feel like you definitely have to connect with your clients and you actually uh have be- like you you guys start becoming I feel like it's for my clients, it becomes more than just my clients. I feel like they actually become my friends because like they're here for a while. And a lot of, a lot of girls like talking about personal, personal matters or just conversations. Um, and I feel like they put so much trust, trust in nail technicians. Like we, we hear it all. So it's like, we have to have that type of connection cause, or at least like they feel it as well, or we connect because they tell you you're they tell you personal information, you know, and, and I feel like it becomes to a friend level, but also like you have to be professional. You have to remember that you are a nail technician or, um, 
you're in the industry and you do have to have that limit where your friends uh, and you're professional as well. Because it, it comes in times where um, you guys have clients that don't, they're talking, like they're, ta they're telling you some story and it's like, you know that person and it's, it's not really a good conversation. I guess they don't like each other or whatever. So you have to have the limit where you're a professional and you're also friends and just kind of giving that the, the ear. I like to listen. Um, I do talk. I do talk as I work, but I like to focus on my work. So for the most part, I'm a listener. I like to listen to right. my clients, you know? So that's good as you should. Yeah. Some people just want to, you know, vent out sometimes. Some people really just aren't looking for answers sometimes. Not, yeah, not all conversations. Not was I mean, especially for I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna generalize here. Yep, I'm gonna generalize. Oh well, <laughs> especially girls. Sometimes they don't. They're not looking for a solution to every conversation. <laughs> sometimes you. Sometimes y'all just want to talk, and I get yeah. it. Just letting it. Let, yeah, just just letting it letting it out is is really an answer. Sometimes just get it, it really out. Is. You know, yeah. that's dope though. That's cool. So as as okay, so that that was a bit about your your business right there on nail tech. Tell me a bit about um your life here at home, okay. right? Because now you moved out, you're married, you have a husband. Yes. Uh, I'm guessing it's what's the difference now between let's say living back with your parents and now living on your own. You know, leaving your nest and finding a, a partner which you can share you know your dreams your visions and you know interact with them and you know do stuff on your own now what's the difference there there's like a huge difference like it really is um you as a child obviously you grow up with your parents and you're so used to that i guess you depend on your parents as you're growing up right. for the most part when you're young and once you move out and you're with a partner it's different like um i've always believed that you should be you should never have a dependent relationship um, it doesn't matter if it's your partner or or uh, parents or well, after after a certain time you have to be a certain ind like independency but i'm mostly talking right. about relationships um you okay. can't depend on a person and even though you live with that person um okay. So it's just different, but it's like a, a good different, like it's a, you learn, you, you're basically learning to live with someone that you've never lived, uh, like, you know, siblings, you've been right. living with your siblings forever. So it's kind of like, oh, it's like, it's not a stranger, but it, it's, a, it's a new experience. Like it, right. ever, that person that you're with grew up differently you grew up differently everyone grows up differently so when right. they come when you guys come together and have a home together it's different and you guys have to learn to what's what's the word you have to learn to let me let me how try to find how to, how to interact with each other maybe uh i think i think i was i was thinking of another word um cooperate. you just have to cooperate or just you guys have to um, get to a understanding, mm -hmm. a good understanding, because 
it's different. Like you guys are both different, but then as time goes by and you guys start learning, learning more of how people live in their own home, it, it gets like amazing. Like it's kind of like a compromise almost like for me, um, I love like decor and stuff like that. So I feel like, um, that comes in place too, because now both of you guys are living, which is opposite sex. So you guys have to agree right. in certain things, you know, but it, it becomes fun because not only do you have um, some of you, but you also have some of them. So I, it becomes like a nice environment, but I honestly love it. I love my privacy. I love that me and my husband are actually like best friends. Um, mm -hmm. We are like two different, almost like two different individuals, um, but mm -hmm. we get along, we, we get along very well. At least like throughout the years we've uh, learned to, really like understand each other. And um, so I honestly love it. Um, I've asked him too before, like just joking around, like, how do you feel like you went from like living with your parents, same with me to like having a, a place with, you know, your first girl, because same with me, I it's been my first time moving out with this guy and then same with me with the girl. So it was, it was a good answer. He said that he enjoys it. Um, it's different and we get to spend time, but also like, I work from home, so I'm able to have my own time with my girls and stuff. And I also have two cats. So I actually, it's amazing. I like it. So I don't know if that explained much. I feel like it's just a roller coaster. Like it's so much to talk about. Yeah, uh, no, I understand. Let, but, let me ask you this though. Okay. So you're set now, right? Like you said, you guys, uh, basically you guys got to know each other living in the same building right it's different knowing someone when you're living in different places right yeah once you come once you come and, and get together and live with someone with with the partner uh you get to know each other to the core i would say yeah right so before you moved out like days hours before you actually stepped out of your home was it scary like was there like yes. Was there doubt in your mind? Like, damn, what am I doing? I don't think there was doubt, but yes, I was, um, I was scared. I was scared. It was, you basically go from living with your parents almost your whole life. And it, it's just more of a, a feeling where, wow, like I'm scared, but this is, this is a good feeling more like trying to experience something that you haven't before. So yeah, you're dead. I was scared. I was really scared. And the few, the few days I was, um, I was feeling homesick. I just never said anything. Right. Of course. But, yeah. Yeah. I was feeling homesick. The, the feeling of, um, of that you still see your family, you know, but it's just kind of weird. Kind of like a, you feel a little empty, like emptiness, like, Oh, like I don't see my siblings every day. I don't see my parents every day, even though I talk to them on the phones or I see them. It's just, it's different. But um, after a while, you, I feel like you kind of get um, adapted and it, be, it becomes a good thing. It's kind of like leaving your own little nest to build, to build your own nest. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like it's starting like a second life in a way? Yeah, it really is. It sounds like I think it. So. It really is. Because now it's it's your like it's basically it's your it's your life now, right? 
I feel like uh, also you... like like um life hits you when you move out. Like life oh, hits yeah, you definitely. like I, I remember my mom telling me like um like cuando te vayas, you're gonna like feel that feeling of life. Right. Like you don't know life yet, you're young. And uh -huh. I feel like uh, some of us young adults or young teenagers always feel like we know what we're doing. And once you actually move out, it doesn't matter if you move out with your partner or yourself, um, reality hits you, or at least for me it did. And I feel like for a lot of us, like reality does hit you and it's kind of like, damn, like life is really like this? Like, wow, like it's kind of mind blowing where it, it is starting a new fresh life. Like you're now in control. And it, it, you now realize that life is not as pretty as it sees, like as it as they paint it. And it's not because life is not pretty, but it's just um, it's hard. Like it's a good hard. Like you work hard for that happiness. I feel like, or I don't know. Right. I don't know how to explain it, but I. I so but, yeah, you you it's yeah. What's it's it's basically you you appreciate what you have when you work your ass off for it yourself right yeah. when you sweat when you bleed when you cry for your things you appreciate them more man that's the truth like you know it's it's you you're going to appreciate something more if if it comes out of your pocket and then if it gets gifted to you that's just reality but as a kid we don't see that right we don't. As, as somebody as somebody who's so dependent on their parents it, it it's not impossible but it, but it's hard because you can't picture it in your mind. You have to be real, like, mm, advanced in your mind. You have to have a mature mindset to really feel and, and understand that. Because at a, at a young age, there's a, a lot more stuff going in your mind that's, that's in, in your opinion, that's more important to you than thinking about those things. Right? Because you're young. You want to have fun. You, 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 you're just living life and mm -hmm. whoop-de-whoop, you know? But it's it's you don't you don't you don't put time to think about the things in the future and that happens a lot with just different situations not just moving out where it just like life hits you in the face and it's just like damn yeah. reality reality hits yeah i mm -hmm. haven't moved out yet you beat me <laughs> you beat yeah me. you beat me i was uh, actually shocked i i really didn't think i would move out pretty young but you weren't uh, that young what was you like 19 20 19 that's pretty young i feel like that's pretty young mm, what Don't is you young think? i mean or, or maybe for me i just felt like damn like i still felt like no, a baby i guess you we were just yeah you're, you're a baby now yeah I just, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's just i don't think there's a right time that's what i've learned throughout my 24 almost 25 my birthday's coming up in two days uh almost 25 years of life like, there's not there's not a right moment for anything. I really isn't. Um, it, I believe in timing. There, there are certain times where you have to time, like like if you want to accomplish a certain goal, sometimes you have to time it correctly. But then again, that's just subjective. Like who said, who's, who had, who, um, like who tells you that timing is the timing that's necessary for that goal to be achieved? Like shit can go south. Yeah. I like feel like it just happens. depends. It depends on everyone's everyone's situation. I feel like whatever you believe is right for you, then it's gonna be right for you and for no one else. Like you decide yeah. that. 
Yes. At the end of the day, it's that's how life works. You can get opinions and and uh, tips and uh, you know thoughts of wisdom by other people, by parents, by you know uncles or grandparents. But at the end, at the end of the day, you got to take the choice. You got to take the the action yourself. And I truly, people who truly care for you, I think that's at the end of the day, that's what they want for you. They want to make that is that they want you to make the decision for yourself. Yeah. Even though they might tell you, no, you should do this. But if you think the opposite, I can almost guarantee you that that person would be more satisfied of you taking the decision you wanted to take because it's your life at the end of the day. Yeah. That's true. And, and like you said, there's different situations like this, this, the, you said earlier, this doesn't happen just when you move out. Of, that's only one when you're moving out of mm-hmm. your parents' house. You know, that's that's one change. That's a, that's one drastic change that happens, you know, to young adults. One change that has like opened my eyes, and I, and I've I've um I've thought about it before because I, I consider myself see, but before before I would consider myself an intelligent person. Are you still there? Can you wait for me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that th- I thought you froze for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you are an intelligent person. Mm, I don't think so. Well, l- l- let me tell you where I'm going. Okay. It's before. Like, let's 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 go back five years ago when I was 20. Okay. Right. I thought I was smart as fuck. I thought I was the most intelligent guy out there. Mm-hmm. But it's it's. I think a big part of it is who you surround yourself with like who are you comparing yourself to with at 20 years old i was comparing myself to people who would party on the weekend people who would be out drinking thursday through sunday and you know happy hour on tuesday people who just had a you know nine to five nothing wrong with with a nine to five but they didn't have they didn't have they didn't want more right they didn't have like a vision it's just regular you know, party people, you know? Yeah. I was comparing myself to those people. And of course, I'm going to stand out with those people. You know, of course, I'm going to stand out with people who who are just live, you know, just the bare minimum, given the bare minimum in your life, in their life. Uh, of course, I'm going to stand out. But it's when I started, you know, really looking into the people who are at a higher level with at, than me. And not just financially, it's just just at a higher at a higher mindset than me, you know. It's just like, damn, I'm not as smart as I thought I was, right? And it's it's the higher you aim, the dumber you see yourself. Like, damn, it's okay. D- dumber is not the right word, you know. It's it's like, damn, I, I'm re- I really ain't shit. But then again, like you don't know what those people have been through to be able to achieve that level of success or that level of intelligence or that level of, uh, that level of grit. There's a lot of people with a lot of grit, you know, it's, it's always the people that have gone through the heart, through the hardest hardships, the hardest struggles in their life that end up becoming the strongest people, you know, the most mentally and emotionally strongest people because they've been through stuff. They've felt things that a lot of people have never felt before and nothing can buy that. Nothing can buy experience, 
Nothing can buy struggle. Nothing can fight pain. You know, yeah. that's, that's just what it is, you know? And that's why that, that there's that saying it's, it's the most successful people have been through the hardest struggle. And that's very true. I truly believe that. And it's not always the smartest. It's not always the smartest people. There's a lot of, you know, geeky, nerdy people out there, you know, straight A people go to college, whoop de whoop you know, have a good education, but they, they end up doing nothing with their life. And they end up being soft and being pushed around by life. There's book smarts and there's street smarts. Yeah. You know, you could be you could be book smarts all you all, all you all you like, but if you don't have street smarts, if you don't know how to move in the real world, which is dirty and not nice, you're gonna fail. Yeah, that's why a lot. Of, yeah, that's why a lot of the 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 most successful people they come from the hood, they come from the streets, you know, because in the hood, in the streets, in the world, you learn stuff. You learn you that do. it's not a pretty world. You learn hacks. You learn how to move. You learn grit. You're in the hood. Fucking, I, I'm not hood. I've, I've, I've said it before here on my podcast, I believe. I'm not hood. I'm not streets. But I've been close to people who are hood, who are streets. So I have an idea of what it is. I have an idea of what goes on. You know, if, if you got rivals out there, and, and, you know, trying to take your head off, you have to have some level of courage, some level of grit. You know, somebody wants to punk you, you got to stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's a lot of people who get punked, they don't do shit. You don't got that grit, you know? And I feel yeah. like that's, that, that's what we need to have in our life. It's that grit. It's the standing up for yourself, you know? So... This I'll take back to my, my point. I don't feel like I, I'm as intelligent as I thought I, I was. But I feel like I'm slowly building my grit. Like I'm actually like, I'm gritty now. Like, not that I never was, but I'm more even now. Like I, I stand on my ground. I, I stand with what I believe. And uh, if I think something's right, I'm gonna stand my ground and I'm gonna keep my word. You know, that's just yeah. who I am. And, it, and I'll share an experience. An experience that 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 changed changed my life, yeah, and it changed my my way of looking things at looking at things is, you know, the accident that I had that that messed up my shoulder. You know, I I I I had a plan. We all have plans, right? I had a plan to, you know, with my boxing career, and you know something happened mm -hmm. that detoured that detoured that plan did i ever think uh that this could have never happened no it, it came through my mind i came through my mind like damn there's you know there there's a possibility that something can happen that can mess up your boxing career but it's not till you go through it till it really hits home and you're just like oh shit you know it's it actually happened not to say that my boxing career is over, but it's surely affected. Shit, I've been out the ring for a year. You know? And uh, a year doesn't sound like a lot, but for shit, for a professional boxer, a year is a lot. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, it's, it's a... 
it's an obstacle for sure. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, just stuff like that. That is just shit that happens that's going to change your life for the better. You always have to look at, look at it for the better. I think it's, I think that's where the mindset comes in. Like how you look at things. Well, I could have easily just fucking threw in the towel and say that's over. Like, um, I'm done. I'm mad at life. Or did why did this happen to me? Why me? You know, become the victim, victim mentality. Yeah. Or be like, or be like, okay, okay, cool. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm chosen. What, 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 what can I do with this? How can I adjust? How can I become a better, stronger person with, with, with this obstacle? And that's how I seen it, man. That, that, that's how I. That's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. You know, to make good use of my time. I feel like a lot of people lack that uh, nowadays. I feel like a lot of people start doing something that they enjoy. And then again, like you say, obstacles are going to happen for the most part. Things happen in life. It's not just going to be a straight line where it's perfect. So when it happens and and didn't expect it, or if they did expect it, if they had it in mind, they do end up giving up. They they just start victim um, acting the victim or being the victim, right. right? And instead of seeing so many opportunities that you can do, or like you said, why me? How about you mm-hmm. see it like, why was this place or why did this happen? Maybe I had mm-hmm. to detour, detour to to go back to my focus and try something different or discover your discover maybe a, another side of you that you didn't know that that can exist. Um, and a lot of people end up just tirando la toalla and a lot of people, well, when they do that, instead of seeing the positive of it, they end up just leaving it behind and they start actually choosing. A lot of people start choosing like doing that, like, Oh, like drugs um, and alcohol. Yeah. I feel like that's just that, kind of like that, their option on the back, but it's it's sad how it's sad how that's the go-to option for like bad stuff going on in your life oh this happened to me oh i'm gonna go do drugs and drink alcohol it's 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 really sad how that's an option Uh, i'm not one to judge but i i think that option for me is number one thousand on the list Mm -hmm. you know like that would be like last resort I wouldn't, I was personally to say that wouldn't be me, but you know, never say never, you know? Mm-hmm. And if, if, sure. if I were, if I were to get to that decision, I'd ask for help, honestly. Um, but like I said, that option would be the last option in my, in, in, in my list, honestly, there's better things. There's, there's better, um, use of your time or there's better alternatives. But it's funny too how it's just uh, some people like end up like hating life after stuff like that. Like they they don't just quit what they were doing. Like for example, me if I were just being like, oh shit, I'ma quit boxing, and okay, mm-hmm. whatever, boom, move on, okay, and move on, cool, right? But now nah, some people take it to an extreme, like oh shit, this happened to me. They quit what they were doing, and they end up hating life. Like fuck life. You know, they end up even, even, you know, throwing the shade at God, you know, they become stuff like that. Yeah. I, but I think that just comes down to their mindset. Their mindset isn't the, the, I would say the, the, the mindset that's beneficial to them. It's, it's a poor mindset. It's a victim. It's a victim mindset. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah I'm, also say, 
I'm also Go saying ahead. this because I feel like um, I've experienced something like that. I feel like before, if something happened to me, I was one of those people. Like I was very negative. Um, I was like, oh, like me pasó esto, so ya no le voy a echar ganas. Like my my thoughts just go, would go from, you know, like F this, like, and then just become sad or like um, start just again, feeling that the, the, the victim or being the victim. And yeah. um, it, it, it sucks, man. Like it, it, be, it becomes like a, a hassle to, to wake up and, and have that motivation. And I feel like that was, that was um, sometime in some part in my life, but then I was tired of it. And I was like, nah, like, why is this happening? Like, why is this happening? Maybe life is trying to teach me something. Um, so instead of being always like amargada, I, I started like seeing things in different perspectives and a, and a lot of, uh, of it came with my husband. My husband helped, would help me to like stay more focused or be positive. If, want, if I wanted to do something, even if it didn't go as planned, I would figure it out a different way or just still live life and, and do the best I can with me. And I feel like a lot happened too, like with during COVID when I, I went from working to a working uh from a salon or to a salon no working from a salon from? no yeah from a salon yeah from a salon to working from home and at first i was like man like covid is ruining everything um they just kept shutting uh, off and then at that time like money was was tight and yeah. um i was already living like in my place so money was tight so um at first i was like no like okay like i'm just gonna i ended up quitting because it was just, it was not doing too well. And right. I ended up quitting myself, but even if I stayed, it wasn't like a good opportunity anymore. Like it was just doing bad. So at first I was like, man, like, I'm just going to quit. And, um, I didn't have a car. So it's like, how, how am I going to go like to, to another job? Um, mm -hmm. and it, and I started like giving up, like, I was just like, well, I'm just going to stay home. Like, just focus, just focus here, like just do home stuff. But I was like, no, like I'm not that person. Like I ended up saying, no, like I want to work. Like I, I, I want to work for myself, even if I didn't like pay any bills. Cause my, my husband focuses on that. I didn't pay any bills. Um, I decided to still try and work, but instead of working out somewhere else, I decided to do it in my home. And I think it's been the best, like thing I've ever done. And it, it was hard at first because it went from um, when I worked at the salon, a lot of the things they provided for the most part. So it literally went from having all my tools to having nothing. So I was like, okay, mm. I want to do this. I'm not paying any bills, but since my husband's paying the bills and I now want to work from home, how am I going to do it to provide those tools? So mm -hmm. me las, me las like I was like, no, right. like I'm, I'm not going to give up. I was like, nah, mm -hmm. like this is what I want to do. I went to school for it. I'm not going to ruin all these years that I went to school for it. And it was like so expensive as well. So I said, no, little by little. Um, so shout out to the girls that literally like came to get their nails done, even though I had like 10 gel polishes. Like I started off small, you know, my husband right. at first helped me out with some things. Um, mm -hmm. And I started off small getting my clients, my three clients or like two clients, like every month, because it goes from having clients at the shop, but I was also doing color. Like I was known for my hair color. 
So it went from hair color to nails at home. So a lot of the clients just kind of like leave. They don't really stick with you. Not a lot of them, at least. I had some, some girls that did stick with me, but it went from having so much clients to like almost nothing. So right. um, I just had to averiguarme las with the 10 colors I had. And now look at me, like I've been investing in my, in my business at home. And, and instead of like, thinking all this negative, like, how am I going to do it? Like little by little, like I ended up doing what I envisioned. So I'm proud of that. And yeah, we're here now. So, but yeah, it, I, I've definitely been there. So um, it sucks to have that mentality of just being amargada or like blaming everyone, but yourself. Like, I feel like I, I used to do that. Just blame everyone, but myself. And now it's like, no, like, I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to stay focused and whatever life throws at me, I just got to stay focused and determine on the goal. So, yeah, so I'm here now. That's great. It's a good mentality. I'm proud of you. I know. I feel like I've changed. I've changed little by little. I feel like it's been hard, but I've changed so many things for me. Um, I'm kind of like shifting the, the podcast right now, but I feel sure. like a lot of my mentality changed and it sucks to say is when I lost weight or started to lose weight because I feel like when I was a bigger person, right. my mentality was the victim because I just hated myself that I feel like I had to throw that negative energy on, on everyone. And it sucks to say that, but I feel like I had that, that mentality. And, and I'm not saying fat people have that mentality, but for my mentality as a fat person was just very, very, very hatred to myself, to myself. Mm. And I feel like that, that energy just kind of like, se soltaba. I don't know. You, you, you had to um, vent it somewhere else and, it, and you vented it towards your mindset. Yeah. I feel like I had that um, also. I feel like, when you're a bigger person, sometimes you have to put this shield on you, even if people don't make fun of you, even if this, which it happens a lot. You actually, there's a lot of fat phobic people, but okay. um, when you are big, you have to put the shield on you. So I feel like. A lot Why of is times, that? Cause you, you feel like it's, you have to, it's, it's like an obvious thing you have that you're not going to, you know, you're going to get attacked. Is I it think that? It's, I think it's yes, but I also or is it, or is it just you like because most maybe it's your mind playing tricks on you. Most people don't is. give a fuck. Like so, you think people are talking shit about you or judging you when reality people are fucking minding. They're thinking the same thing you're thinking. Are are they yeah. are are they judging me? You know. And it's it's your mind. That's why it, it is it your was, mind. It was it's always mind. my mind, and um, it's your insecurity. That's what I would it is. My, I would put myself down in a sense that. Um, I wasn't, you start becoming like a portray, portraying a personality when you're bigger, at least for me, it was. Mm -hmm. um, and now that I lost weight, um, it, you get, I feel like a lot has to do with confidence. When you're uh -huh. confident, you show more of yourself. And I feel right. like you go from hiding yourself, you know, well, at least for me, I was hiding myself all the time when I was bigger to now uh -huh. that. I lost weight. I can't say that my confidence is like here, but it has definitely builds up from like literally to the floor. So I feel like a lot, when you lose weight, a lot of people start seeing, seeing that side of you that maybe they didn't see. And they see it as 
you've changed. But in reality, you didn't change. You were that person, but you could not open yourself up because you were afraid when you were a bigger person to be judged. Or at least for mm. me and from the experiences that I've had with friends um, that also have been bigger before or now, they they also experienced that that feeling. I'm not saying that's everyone, but it, uh -huh. it was it was definite definite for me. So I feel like that that can change up a lot of uh, of things. Like for me, again, I was just I wasn't myself when I was bigger. I was just so much energy, and I just didn't believe in myself. And I feel like now I can can do that. I can believe mm -hmm. in myself and keep doing what I want to do without anyone's opinion, without anyone's input, without anything i feel like i could just focus on myself more and try and do the best i can but that uh -huh. again that was my experience i'm not saying it's everyone's experiences right right i mean it might be different but for me it was just like a like a basically a new life for me honestly right that's awesome that's that's interesting you you um you bring up that topic now now that i think of it um let me let me let me put myself in 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 the in in the uh in the body of of a of a person who's overweight right okay. the fat guy let's say i'm a fat guy right now this this damn moment right now with the thoughts that i have the mindset that i have everything but i'm fat right so i go look in the mirror turn the lights on go look in the mirror the bathroom mirror and i see this fat guy right mm -hmm. i'm like damn hmm, i'm fat i'm overweight hmm See, my thoughts would be, I don't like this person I see. I don't, I, I don't like, not the person. I don't like how I look. Why? Because I respect myself, right? Why? Because if, if, if I were to see myself that's overweight, I'd, I'd feel like I'm, 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 I'm betraying myself. I'm not being healthy. I'm not caring mm -hmm. for myself. Someone who loves themselves cares for their health F yes. fuck the fuck the figure right but 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 99.9 .9 of the time if you're fat your health is not okay right so me as the person see I'm, I'm talking i'm talking from the mindset that i have right now i've never been overweight i i've came to the point where where i started seeing like oh i'm, I'm getting kind of kind of hefty you know i started mm -hmm. seeing you know a, a, a little more chin a little more chin fat you know, I, I have this thing where, where I start to uh, gain a little weight and I kind of get like, you know, slanted eyes or like, look, I, look, I look Asian a bit. Mm -hmm. And when I see that, I'm like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm gaining weight. That's, that's the highest I've been. I've never, I've never actually been, I can't say I, I've been fat, but I've seen, I've, 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 uh, I know my limit now. Like, okay, you're, you're, you're gaining weight, torn it down. And that's me right now. When I see, I feel, when I feel like I'm, when I see physically that I'm gaining weight, I better my eating habits. I better my workouts. Uh, I better my, you know, decision making when it comes to um, what I'm eating, how much I'm eating. So, oh, then that's because I care for myself. I care about how I look. It just makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Now, what let's say I, um, I'm really big, right? In the process to losing that weight, would I feel okay with 
let's say I'm, I don't know, 280. What I, what, I, what I feel okay with the person that's 280 pounds at the moment, and I would say yes, and I'll tell you why. Because I know that I'm a person that's working to get that weight down. If I were a person that's 200, I'm 5'8". Five, five If I'm a person, 5'8", male, that's 280 pounds, and I know that I'm working my way to shed that weight off, I'd be okay with myself because I know I'm, do, I'm doing something about it. But if I were, if I were, if I would just see myself and, and be like, okay, I'm just going to stay like that. I don't think I'd feel okay with myself because I, 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 I'd feel like I'd be cheating myself because I know I'm not healthy. I'm no, I know I'm not doing the right things and I ain't doing shit about it. Yeah. That would hurt, that would hurt me internally. Cause I, cause, cause I know I'm betraying myself. And I'm the type of person like I, I care about what I care about. And I think that that's how everybody should see should see it. I care about how I see myself. I could give a fuck what anybody thinks about me or sees me. If I like and if I truly love what I think about myself, I'm OK with that. You know, I'm OK with that. And that's how I see it. But then again, this this is what the mindset that I have. I've I've been I've been. I could say in shape my whole life. You know, I don't know how it feels to, because you, you've been pretty like, I, I mean, as a kid, you weren't obese. fat, but you, you, you were like, you were like a chubby kid, no? You, yeah, you've never, chubby girl. You, you, you've, yeah, chubby girl. You, you've never been like slim, slim, right? There, there's been, no. I think, points when you like, you know, grew a bit. Yeah. Like for a bit. But I think you've, you've always been like a chubby child, a chubby kid. So yes. you don't know what, what uh, at that time, you didn't know how it feels to be, you know, a, a, a slim kid, a, a kid that, that's average weight. I do. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I told you, if I were to gain weight right now, I know how it feels to be like a like a slim, a slim person. You didn't. So that's a factor, too. There's a there's a lot of factors that come into account. Yes. You know, there's a lot of factors. Um. But then again, okay, let's go back. Let's say you were, you said you're a chubby kid as you were. If that's the only thing you've seen before, like, wh why weren't you okay with it? Like, this is who I am. It, was it the comparison with other people, other kids? Well, they're skinny yes. and I'm not. It was that, huh? Or the bullying. <laughs> people used to the, bully you. Well, the, not yeah. you. I'm, I'm talking about, like, uh, if I'm speaking to a chubby uh, if you were chubby in your childhood, you used to get bullied. I got like bullied. By, by kids your age? Like at school by, and stuff? Or yeah, what? By, by kids my age. Mm, see, that's the thing. I've, I don't think I've ever been bullied. Mm, I've, I've, been, I've been made fun of. I think everybody has. Everyone has, but yeah, I definitely got bullied because of my weight. So at least when I was... Um, in elementary, at least, not so much as I was growing up with students, but with like um, family members or conocidos. It's not really so much. It's conocidos, man. It's it's like your mom's the, it, friends, friends, it's, or like it's the, the, it's the raza, huh? It's the it raza, really huh? Is. It's always the <laughs> raza. Yeah, I think it's something. I gotta say, it's something in our culture that that there's a lot of stuff that needs to change. Yes. Um, 
and I'm not, not every ethnicity, not every race, not every culture is perfect. And that's just the bottom line. There's, there's nobody's yep. perfect, but as, as, uh, you know, uh, young adult citizens, you know, uh, people who were born here in the U S like, like you and I, you know, that have immigrant parents that came here to the USA for a better life. And we have, we still have that Mexican culture. Like we see it, right. We go through it with, with our family, with our friends, uh, with our uh, family's friends. We mm -hmm. see that culture and, and we also see white America culture, right? We see how white America, you know, treats their children and, uh, how they raise them or just how white America is, you know, their, their, their culture. And it's not perfect either. Mm -mm. It's not, it's, it's, uh, I think, uh, I'm, I'm gonna generalize whatever, if I get, Hey, whatever, but it's the, sometimes it's the truth, right? I'm gonna generalize. I think white America there, there's a lot of, they're very loving and caring, right? White America, a lot of love, a lot of care. Uh, but I think they lack sometimes discipline. Sometimes I'm not saying all of them, right? I'm generalizing here. I could be wrong. There's there might be some example, but I feel like they lack, lack discipline. But there's love, right? There's mm -hmm. love, and you 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 can you can you can you can probably agree with me. We 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 live in Mexico. We lived when you were back in our parents' house. We lived in Mexican culture. You know, sometimes there's not a love, not a lot of love in Mexican culture, or it's not the love it's it's not the same love it's not uh it's they don't express love. it they don't express yeah they don't express it the same as white america mm -hmm. they'll, they'll they'll show you they love you in different things but since we're i'm just coming to this realization right now hear me out since we're in america and we see white america how parents treat their kids we want that we feel like that's the correct way to to teach your teach your kids or how to raise your kids and then you go back to your mexican household and you tell your mom well you know my friends um and uh you know they're they're being treated like this by their parents why aren't you like that and then your parents maybe answer like well we're mexican you know we have a different culture we're not the same you know don't expect me to treat you the same we're not we're, we're, i'm mexican you know don't I, I can't be like that i'm not like that i, I was never raised like that yeah, don't don't it's it's nearly impossible impossible for me to be like that i wasn't raised like that right and then you're and then you're confused like what the fuck why aren't my parents treating me the way you know white america is treating their kids and you're like what the fuck you feel like that's the right way but is it let me go back to uh uh um let me talk about mexican culture there i think mexican culture is very good with their discipline yes but it's how yes. do they discipline their kids? Well, that's where I'm going. I don't think Mexican culture, even Hispanic, I'm a, I'm a broad in it, Hispanic culture, because I feel like we can include uh, Central America and South America, you know? Uh, Hispanics, I think their discipline is, is on top of their love. Or, or how's, how, how they say, they discipline you because they love you, right? That's what they yes. say. That's how the Hispanic culture says you. I discipline you because I love you. Okay, sure. Okay, how are mm -hmm. you disciplining? Disciplining though, by hitting. That's how Hispanic culture is. We hit our kids to make them, to discipline them, to to teach them, right? Because why? 
Because they know the real world, life, is going to hit you right in your motherfucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Twice as hard. It's going to drop you on your ass. And they know that. Because why? Because they've been through that. And they come from a third world country. That's important too. That's key right there. They come from a third world country. We see we as young kids, we have to under we have to put ourselves in their shoes as well. And I feel like as young adults, young kids, uh, teenagers at that time, we don't put we don't put ourselves in their shoes. I did. I really did. That's why I feel like I have this mentality, and I can explain it. We need to put we need to put ourselves in their shoes, and they need to put themselves in our shoes as well. But sometimes they can't do it. Why? Because they weren't they weren't raised that way. They they can't see it. They don't see white America. We do, because why? We go to school. We go to school and we see white America. And mm-hmm. then we come back home. And then we come back home and we see Hispanic culture. And we see both sides. They don't. It can be so a little bit try- confusing too. Yeah, it's us. it's we have to be compassionate too, because we have to understand our parents. They don't, they were never they were never taught this. They were only they were only taught, hit, hit your kids and and they'll listen. They'll learn. And that might work in Mexico. See, think about it. That might work in Mexico, right? That might work in Mexico. But when you bring kids to a different world, because it's a different world. This is America. It's a different world. When you bring kids from from to a different world and expect them to understand your culture and your type of discipline, you're not, you're not it's, it's impossible. It's not the same circumstances. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's, it's not I, the same. I feel Go ahead. like a lot of them too, um, they grew up in Mexico with their parents not saying, I love you. And I feel like a lot of, a do you, lot do of, you feel uh, like that's important though? I feel like it's important. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I I think it feels I think it feels good. It feels good, I think but it feels as good. Growing up to obviously them not getting that and we're not getting that when it is brought up, it's awkward or it's like weird. Oh, very. Hearing it. I I I'm gonna be honest. I still can't say it like from yeah, the heart. Like I mean no. it, like I, I mean it like to my parents, like I mean it, like I truly love them, both of them. I love you and Carla, our younger sister, and both of them. I really do. Even with you, like I, if I say like, I still mean it yeah. deep down in my heart. But like when it comes out of my mouth, they're just like, do you mean it? Yeah. Because it, it's very cause, weird. Because we're Hispanic. It, it's not, it's not, it's not something they taught us. Like, it's not in my vocabulary. Like, it's not. Like, I love you. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you, you hear white America say all the time, oh, I love you. When like, they hang up their phones every time. Ganas, like, oh. yeah. I'm like, like I've, I've seen that. I've seen that with I, my friends. And I'm like, like, I was so weirded <laughs> out. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. crazy. But it, it, I feel, okay, yeah. I feel like it is important for, as, as a parent, when I eventually become a parent is it is important to say it to your kids here in America at a young age. Because what I'm talking about right now, a kid is not going to understand all this shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tell this to, to a 12 year old. They're just like, okay. They're thinking about, you know, getting online and playing Minecraft later, you know, or whatever that, what's that fucking uh, game? Minecraft. Now, what's the other one? Fortnite. 
four nights. They're thinking, yeah. they're thinking about that. They ain't, th- they ain't gonna comprehend all this shit at 12 years old. So yes, I think maybe it, it is important to say at a young age. So later in life, when it does come out, it could truly come out like with the whole juiciness of the word, I love you. But I feel like it, it, for me, I feel like it's important because as Hispanics having parents that came from Mexico, we live here, right? So when right. we when we build or fam our family, right, you and I, we it's hard. I feel like it can cause problems because since you didn't get that, sometimes it's hard for us to change that pattern. And I feel like I, I don't have any kids, but when I do have kids, I feel like it may be an issue of me saying that to my kids. But that's something that I would want to change if my family mind. I would want to tell my kids I love them like at any time without feeling that awkwardness. Even though I feel it, I mean it. Uh-huh. I want to just say it, like just 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 say it without without any shame or whatever or embarrassment. Because for me, it was like when I hear it, since I didn't hear much, I think I've heard it maybe like twice in my whole life. <laughs> so it's like from parents. Um, yeah, or even same or here, even myself, same here. even myself, I haven't even said it to my parents. So it's like I said it, but an, like I told me, yeah, go ahead. It's been an like for me every time I did say it, which was rare, it was very awkward. So when I got with my partner, and my partner would say it a lot to me, even though I meant it, it at first like I it was kind of like hard to believe. It, it was it's just weird. It wasn't something that I've heard from from my parents. So when it came to different relationships. Uh, rather it was friends or uh, my husband or whatever the case was. It was just like a, a, a word that I was unknown to. Um, so yeah. I feel like for me, I think it's important because when I have kids, I feel like I would want to change that pattern. And every time I get to see them or anytime I talk to them, I would want to express that. So they won't right. have any tr- trouble because I feel like every every person is going to take it differently. So I feel like some people might never actually experience that because it, it can be some type of trauma i feel like for me at least it, it can be a trauma to well, get rid of it? no to not not if you say it like if, if you hear it i feel like it could be trauma because you're not used to it i feel like it's kind of confusing sometimes it's, when it goes from being... not not hearing it to now like hearing it from again friends family loved ones it, it's Sometimes you don't believe it, I guess, because it's just not really been there. But again, to each its own, I would definitely want to change that so I can show and express. And I feel like I have. I I say it a lot now, at least to my partner. I feel like with my parents, it's still kind of hard. You know, it's like, right. It's it's very hard. (laughs) It's very hard. I understand. I'm on the same page. So I feel like it's important uh, because it's important. Cool. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, in the way I explained earlier, I feel like it's important for younger kids because they don't, they're not going to understand this, folk, this, this talk we're having. They're not going to understand it. So it, it's compensated, in my opinion, by, and I love you. Yeah. Two things here, though. Two comments. One, and give me your opinion. I, I'm not sure if I have an answer for this, but okay. let's, let's discuss it. 
wouldn't you think though the the overuse of i love you degrades the meaning and the value of it yes and no i feel like if you're honestly saying it from the heart to the person to the person you want to no but i feel like if you're just using the word i love you to people that you actually don't love yes that's why the i love you i mostly say it to my husband i don't really say it to to much people and then for my parents again even though i love them it's it's hard that that's just like a hard situation but right. i feel like if you overuse it and you actually don't mean it yes but if you truly do you do mean it i feel like it can't be overused unless you're you're like the cringe girl that is in love and has to show it every two minutes then yeah i guess but right. but i don't think so if you truly mean it i don't think so that's a good that's a good way of seeing it uh so for you and your husband are you are you guys the type to like say i love you every time you guys hang up or is that is that like the teenager phase or like the beginning uh, phase no we do we do but it's different because we're not on the phone all the time because we live together we don't text like that like when your boyfriend and girlfriend because we live so right. live together but obviously like if he calls me from work i'm gonna have to like i have to let him know that i love him because you never know what can happen you know mm, but obviously that's not often because it's like we're not boyfriend and girlfriend calling each other every five minutes when you're on break we don't do that you know what i mean okay mm -hmm. so i feel that's like valid. It's different when, i think it's different that's when valid. you're dating when you're dating it's like you're just trying to be in the phone texting and i feel like that can definitely be overused like that's cringe right there for me like if you're just good, re yeah that's a good point it's a good point all right so take two okay your husband right he he so he was used to saying i love you yeah so because because uh, for the audience here he he has a hispanic background to him as well right yes do you think he's more like his family they they adopted the american culture a bit better then because he's still um, hispanic he's still i know he still has hispanic customs but i also see like even by the you know him being okay with saying i love you within family he's okay with that that's that's like a, that's not a hispanic thing yeah when i heard that when i first started dating dating him and i heard that i was just like weirded out like you guys say that all the time but it it, it wasn't that it's bad it's just that i wasn't used to it um and i think that also um is different because his mom was born here you know even yeah, see, though she has hispanic that's what I'm roots saying. yeah that's what i'm saying you see we get we have to take all that all that thing into account if she was uh -huh. an immigrant mom like our parents it could have possibly possibly i'm not look guys audience i'm not saying all hispanics are not okay with saying i love you you know what i've noticed i've actually seen like a lot of a lot of um, like Caribbean countries be okay with it, like Cubanos, like Dominicanos, <laughs> yes, Puerto Ricans, like th they're real. Uh, they freely say "I love you." I've noticed that, but when it comes to like, especially Mexicans, Mexicans, and yeah, Mexicans, and Mexicans. A, a little bit, a, yeah, I think it's us. A little bit of Central America, South America, some of them. But now thinking of it, I think it's mostly Mexicans, huh? Mm -hmm. And I know there, there's that? some, there's some that do say I love you. Um, there's some, I'm not saying all, but for the most no, part, it's for the most like part. a no-go. It's yep. like a no-go. And I feel like especially I've, I've heard um, 
at least the the Hispanic dads, it was very hard for them to show emotions to their kids. Um, yeah. But at least for our experience, I feel like my dad was mas cariñoso, honestly. Yeah, which yeah he's, a, he's is, a very loving, yeah. Which is very surprising because from what I've heard and I talk to my Hispanic friends, uh, usually, typically, the guy is actually more... Most? It's actually harder for, for them to show any type of emotion um, to their daughters and um, sons. So, honestly, for... for for our experience, I feel like my dad was the more cariñoso one, the more that. Yeah, he was. Affection. I can agree to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can. I can agree to that. My my mom, I think for me, at least in my experience, I don't know. My mom always showed hard love to me. For me, it was a little bit different. I can say. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Not hard love. Like she showed love. But not in the way that, not the, oh, I love you, mijo, love. It's the, yeah. okay, okay, I'm going to support you here. I'm going to, I'm going to, my, my dad too. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to support you here. I'm going to do this for you. Oh, or this. It was, I think it was more like a support thing. Here, I want, here, here, have this. I want you to do good. Go out there and do something good with this. I think it was that type of love. But there was also discipline. If they see me like, you know, going the right the right, you know, the wrong route, then it's just like, okay, discipline, hard love. That's when the hard love, they trans transition to hard love. But for the most part, it was just like supporting here. I'm giving you this. I'm giving you that. Go out there and do good. That was my, that was my experience. From my, from my experience with my mom, um, I don't know how to explain. But I feel like um, because that yeah, what it I'll, was is well, go ahead. I'll give you my opinion. After. I feel I feel like now that I'm older, I also got to put um, that a lot of them treat their son and daughters differently. So I feel like you definitely had a different experience with my mom than with me as as a woman, as a girl. Um, so it's it, it was totally different. So for me. I, I didn't, I couldn't see it growing up or it, it was different. Again, like you said, they show it maybe not in your way. Um, so right. I feel like a, a lot of Hispanic moms have to work on the gender role a little bit. Um, Cause I know now that I'm older, I feel like it can, it, it's like a, a green disagreement on should you treat your kids differently if, they're a male and a female. And I feel like yes and no. Before I was like, definitely like, it has to be the same. But I feel like as I'm older, I feel like yes and no. I'm not a mother yet, so I really can't say. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, give me an example. Like, yes and no. What do you mean? Oh, yes and no. Okay. So for example, um, going out right or not going, going out, out. I, I wish I, I wish i had another example because i i've had so many and right now i'm just like frozen but let's just go out because you don't i, I do I, I, i'll give you my opinion okay go for it me i'm not i'm not a parent yet but okay. i put myself in the position of being a parent right I, i'm i'm preparing myself right in my opinion you have to treat your daughters and your sons differently regardless no matter what you have to. There's some um, 
there's some things that you can treat them the same when okay. the role or the duty or the responsibility isn't gender based right when it's when it's when you want to build a strong mentally and emotionally individual when you want to build a a person of function who can function in society an honest person a trustworthy person a uh a person who doesn't uh lie um you know things like that i'm gonna treat them the same because i'm building an individual now when it comes to you know the to the gender role things it's going to be treated differently i honestly i'm not going to treat my daughter the same as i treat my son i expect my son to go out there and be in a way a man you know which is go out there and eventually just like i will he's going to go out, have to go out there and provide for a family and that's just end of story i don't care if your wife or your partner, you know, makes her own money or whatever, has her own business or, you know, she's independent as well. At, at the end of the day, shit goes south. Shit goes bad. Everybody, your wife and your kids are going to turn over and look at you. What do we do? And that's what it is. That's how I was raised. That's my mentality. You know, you I'm not I'm not going to turn around and look at my wife or my our daughters and be like, OK, what do we do now? Am I going to take their opinion? Am I going to consider their way of thinking or their how they see things? Of course. But at the end of the day, it's going to be my choice to take the last choice in whatever the situation may be. That's no doubt. And that's no, 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 no. Um, That's just what it is. And I feel like I have to train my son little by little in these different stages of his life as as a child as a as a kid as a preteen as a teenager as a young adult to be able to uh be efficient when when that phase comes for my daughter i'm not gonna train her to be efficient in that phase because that phase shouldn't be for her in my opinion i'm gonna treat her how to be supportive and how to be a good girl and like i said have morals you know, and, and for the most part, just be supportive and be a good person. And then her dreams, her aspirations, her visions, that's her. Whatever she wants to do with her life, that's as long as it's not morally incorrect, right? I'm going to teach her that. Do you. Do your vision. Do your goals. But at the end of the day, it's it's being a lady, being nice, being supportive. Support, you know, if you have a good man, support your man. Um, Things like that. And you have to train. You have to treat. You have to treat both sexes differently. In 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 like I said, in those type of ways. What do, do you think? think? That, do you think that changes depending on on what's happening on the world, like in the era? Like, let's say you have kids at a, a different year, a different era in this world. Like, do you think that changes? Because right now I feel like it does. it's, it it's does. totally it's, different. We're, we're in a di we're, we don't we don't know what the fuck is going on. We're just all over the place. There's mm -hmm. no there. I and I think it's it's good and bad. I'm not saying it's all bad, right? Because you know, women's have rights now and all this stuff. You know, women's have mm -hmm. a say, and uh, I I agree to that. I'm not a machista. You know, that's that's the old Hispanic mentality. No. I'm a righteous person. I believe we're all, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. But as 
we've seen in history and past times, the most efficient way how families have worked is by each family member, depending on the gender and their talents, of course, and how they, how they function together, which each their strengths and weaknesses and their gender roles and how they, like I said, how they function together. That's how they basically survive better. You see, you, you see it in fucking history all the time. That's how they survive better. And now we're confused. We don't know now. Like, well, I'm, oh, I have, I have a guy part, right? I have a P E N I S. But uh, what do I do? Like, what's my role? I don't know. What's my role? Should I bring in money? Should I not bring money? Should I take the lead? Should I not take the lead? Like, we don't know. The wife is like, what the fuck? Well, I'm going to do this. Well, I'm going to do that. I don't know what to do. Kids are just fucking, they don't know what to do with their life. They're fucking playing video games. They're fucking just, they're not thinking in the future. They're not, you know, it's just, it's just dysfunction. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's just, how they cooperate, they have to agree to, to a certain terms. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's easier when it comes to, you know, you're a man, you do this, you're a girl, you do this. It's easier that way. But then again, we're all different. Look, I'm, I'm putting people in cubicles. We're different. Everybody's different. What I, what I believe is not different, though, is physical attributes and physical traits and weaknesses and strengths and strengths that's what it is you can't deny those and if there's differences in those then you have to work something out with your family where everybody's okay everybody's okay with their position and they accept their position but don't be like oh well why do why can you do this and blah 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 why you accepted the position now you gotta fucking aguantate you know what i'm saying that's just what it is I was, I was always fighting when I was younger, like with that, because with the gender role, I was like, no, nah, like we should be treated the same, you know? Um, as a human being. Yeah. As a human being. Yeah. But with respect. Yes. I, I don't know. I, I, yes. I don't have kids. So I feel like <laughs> That's I, I, true. I, that can change. Like, I feel like it, it just depends on just your situation. Everyone's different. Every family is different. Yes, honestly, that's true. That's what I said. There's honestly, there's not like a right and wrong. Like everyone does what they want to do in their family, and it sometimes sucks that children can disagree. But um, I don't know. Like no one gets taught how to be parents, and then we also don't get taught how to be really like good children. I guess. Like I, I just feel like whatever works for your family, I guess. Go ahead and do that. But yeah, okay, for, yeah. Go for ahead. my family, um, I don't know. Honestly, I can't, I, I, I can't just, I have two cats. <laughs> um, one boy, one girl. Anyways, no, um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't want to say because that can, that can change once I actually have kids. kids. Yeah, so it could I, change. I, it will change I'd rather, probably. I'd rather not say because I, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people end up um, having a lot of opinions and then they have kids and it's like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. It's it's nothing like you thought you would. So honestly, I guess I just uh I'll update you guys. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll bring you on after your kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part 2. 
I, I, I truly feel that like we, we as like, depending on your gender, you should have like built in traits where you feel like stuff is right and stuff is wrong. Yes. Don't you feel that way? Like as a girl, don't you feel like, well, I like internally, I should be doing this because I feel good when I do this. And I shouldn't be doing that because I feel terrible when I do this. Do you feel like yeah. that sometimes? Yeah. Well, I feel like we should follow those things because that's nature talking to us. Hey, this ain't your role. This ain't what you're supposed to be doing. And the other way, you know, men too. If you're doing certain things and it just doesn't feel right, you feel like, ah, oh, shit, what the fuck is going on? I feel empty. I feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That's nature talking to you. Go out there and fucking make some money, you know, get a job, you know, something, you know, like we're meant to go out there and provide for, for our families. You know, if but you're not doing a, it. That's the it, thing. A lot of guys are not doing that now. So girls got to step, step up. And if that's not my yes, case. But, yes. I love that you said damn. that. I love that you said that. And I'll, I'll say it here. I haven't said it, but I, it's something that came through my mind as always. As men, I feel like as men, we have to fucking man up and take and take that responsibility and say, hey, it's our fault. How do we change it? Yep. We're going to be like easily pointing, oh, what's the woman? Well, it possibly, it, it, it can't be the woman. But at the end of the day, a man changes things. And if you don't own up to like, hey, maybe we're fucking up. What can we do? Maybe if we, maybe if we step it up, maybe the girls will change. How about that? Yep. <laughs> Let's try it. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting down my, my, my uh my uh you know my men followers here but hey why don't we try it out why don't we step our game up and show these females like hey we're gonna fix things we're gonna step up let's see what happens if it continues being the same thing then we could be like hey well it's the lady's fault <laughs> it's y'all y'all the problem you know what i'm saying <laughs> who's that my little kitty is that the My little uh, Nala? She's a girl. Okay. She's, she wanted a bug. Um, but yes, I feel like uh, but, not all, not all, but no, not all. A lot, of, a lot of guys do have to step up because I feel like they're they're forgetting they're forgetting who they are sometimes. Yes. Um, La neta, sí. Like, like we have them. No los tenemos colgando nomás porque sí. Like, we got to use them, you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, man, we need to step up. But then again, what a fact, what, there's a factor too, though. Society, media. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed it, but it's true. It's very fucking true. Whoever says it's not true, they're fucking bullshit. They don't know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Media is shaping the male figure. They're, they're, telling the, they're telling the male figure that it's okay to be feminine and to dress like a lady and to care about your looks and to do this and do that, blah, blah, blah. And slowly they're shaping men to be equal in, in a physical appearance, not as a human being, right? I feel like we should be, like I said, equal. when I say equal, I mean as human beings, we should all be equal. We should all be, we should all be, we should all be able to express ourselves as we wish, right? That's what I mean by equal. But when, 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 we starting, when we start equaling the ladies when it comes to, you know, the physical attributes or the, oh, it's okay, this and that. No, like men should take, they should be accountable. You fuck up, you fucking, you take it, okay, I fucked up, how do I fix it? You know, if, okay, look, take this out. If, if a girl messes up, tell me, tell me I ain't right. If a girl messes up, let's say like that, I don't know. 
like at work or something. Pretty girl, right? Mm-hmm. Nice looking girl, a nine, a 10 almost at work. She fucks up. She messes up. I don't know. She's at a warehouse, messes up a machine or whatever. The guy manager. Is he more likely, you know, the with the fact that she's a nice looking lady, is he more likely to let her off the hook than if it were just a guy? Like, yes. oh, it's okay. Yes, right? Pretty privilege is a thing. Yes. And I it think really I, it, it it's good and bad because then again, like, a girl may not really know what the fuck is going It just, it's the whole system. But I'm trying to make, I'm trying to like, put it into a smaller example it it's true if it was a guy he would he would have gotten fired for t- for shit like that you know he would have gotten fired for shit like that and um where was i going with this shaping shaping up guys or oh yeah that the the and and society the media is 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 Basically giving the guys a thumbs up that it's okay if you mess up, that you'll be fine. It's just a mistake. Don't take responsibility for it. You know, if I'm at work, if I, if I make a mistake, I fuck something up, my a calculation I made, it doesn't go. I, I, I do something. I don't meet a goal, whatever. As a man, you get to take accountability. You know what? I didn't make mm-hmm. it. And you know what? I fucked up. In anything, not just work, in a relationship. That's how I yeah. see it. Hey, you know what? I, I promised this, but I didn't give it to you. Uh, I fucked up. I'm sorry. How can I fix it? I, I feel like uh, ladies like that, that you actually took responsibility of making that's just... a male. That's a male trait. You guys should Instead love that. You guys should love that. We girls do. Like it. Girls like it or not, you guys make excuses. Not all of you guys, but you guys like to make it's in your nature. We don't expect you to be perfect. We don't expect you to make shit happen. We're softies we expect- sometimes. Huh? We're softies yeah, sometimes. It's, it's true. It, you, it's not bad. And I hate it when, when guys say that too. Well, you guys are too emotional. Well, no, uh, they're fucking emotional, man. We have ovaries. Like, Come on. I don't, I don't like hell? those guys either. I don't like those guys either. Y- y'all are too emotional. Uh, no, well, no, duh, motherfucker. She's a girl. That when I hear those type of comments from guys, I know the type of guy he is. Oh well, he's he's not a guy I want to be friends with. That's not my yeah. type of guy, bro. Like real guys don't fucking blame girls for doing for being emotional. They're girls, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's just shit like that. It's it's both sides that need work. But yeah, yeah man, like it's both sides that need work. The media isn't helping. Like I said, they're 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 uh, making guys think that it's okay to 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 act like a female sometimes and i'm not saying another example oh men don't cry well they do but i feel like it's important to know why and when they cry right if you're crying for the slightest thing out of nowhere no man like yeah. a man a man should know when to control his emotions if you're in a situation where we need a leader or we need some at least one person to be strong and you break that's not the situation to cry bro you if you really need to cry let it out you go do something else you cry at fucking nobody sees you you cry you cry at the gym you cry in places that nobody can see you if you really have to cry and don't cry like a baby few tears 
Con wipe locos. that. Yeah, nah, nah. Come on, man. Like, come on, man. I said cry, not fucking grief. You know. Um, but of course, you know, if you have if you have a passing in your family, no doubt you're gonna cry. Bro. Yeah. But there, I feel you know, like s- girls are gonna fight you on this because I I feel like now. Now it's okay oh, to cry anywhere. Now, yeah. Now I feel like the the girl movement is pushing for guys to have emotions. So I feel like I agree and can disagree. I feel like tap there's into, a time. Tap, in, tap into the feminine on- side, right? Men should tap yeah. into the feminine side. And like I said, like it depends in the situation it, as well. It, it, it just it depends. depends. Like I said, I, I'm before before I used to be men shouldn't cry. Boom, plain period. Men don't cry, right? Men go to the gym. Men get angry. Men suck it up, whatever. Men don't talk, whatever, right? Do men cry though? They can, but like I said, why and how? Like what's the reason you're crying and and where? Mm-hmm. And where? Men should be strong in, in, in front of, in front of, that I don't want to say weak people in front of in front of people who are who can't control themselves at the moment. They should. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, if I say that, I'd go out there in someone where, where nobody's going to see you. Honestly, you know, or or yeah, that's how I see it. Because it it we're all human. It's it's because then if 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 you if you hold back from crying when you really want to, you you can't get rid of that. Like it's 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 gonna channel channel somewhere in your life. You're gonna you, you're gonna let it out with your kids. You're gonna let it out with your coworkers. You're gonna be uh, sad, anxious, angry. It you can't like we're not magicians. We can't vanish that feeling. You're mm-hmm. gonna channel it somewhere else. So make good use of it. You know the 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 there's like um. There's great artists or or people who've made you know great things in life. They've used that anger that they have or that maybe like that emotion to to want to cry to make great things. You know, like the base, the best painters, the best athletes. You know, had a hard life. You know, back to our to our talk uh, earlier on this on this episode. You know, it's the people who go through things, but they're able to use that energy and shape it into something else, something better. I feel like yeah. that's that's something we can start to learn maybe everybody not just men yeah i agree you any more comments <laughs> no <laughs> how, how should how should we wrap up i think that was a good way to wrap up no that's up to you como quieras that was Make cool you. let me see do i have anything else what, to, uh... what are you what are you eating banana oh oh here um little tip for gentlemen (laughs) little tip little tip for gentlemen man this is a i I, i'm weird but it's true when i'm a big believer in all this subconscious shit you know like i i feel i feel like you know somebody more subconsciously than, than what they consciously do i'll give you an example okay. <laughs> men i already you know finished the banana but i'll still say it. men if you're with your group of friends you don't want them to think you're gay or put it out there don't fucking open the banana and bite that shit get that shit 
rip it off. That's how you eat a banana, man. Don't be gay in front of friends. Come on now. <laughs> They're real talk, man. Don't be gay in front of friends, man. Uh, yeah. In, in, in front of in front of girls, I'll I'll eat it like weird and shit. <laughs> you know, just to fuck just to fuck around, but with guys, don't eat a banana like that. But then, <laughs> but then, but then again, like if you're a real man, then you don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, you just eat yep. whatever you want. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. Yeah. But that's a little trick I used to do when I was younger and shit. But yeah, when I was younger, I I used to be like, damn, I gotta show my manhood. All the time. I still do, but it's just like I'm more balanced now. I don't know. I don't know if you see it. When I was there, maybe like five years ago, maybe when you still like lived out here with our parents. Yeah. I was I was more like I guess more of my masculine, I guess. Okay, actually, yeah. That sounds gay right there, you know? <laughs> more 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 in my yeah, like I was just like, hey, I gotta be a man. Not that I'm not a man right now, but I think I feel like I'm more balanced. You know, I understand more what's going on and all this shit. You know, a lot. Well, and and lot, may, go ahead. A lot of guys um, nowadays, I feel like everything they got to be really, really careful in what they do because anything can be like gay shit. Um, but that, honestly, that was before. I don't think that's it now. You like think I said. So? I think I think it, it's more lenient now with everything we talked about. I think it's I think it's okay to be feminine now. I think it's okay to be more open now. Well, I feel like we still have we still have that group of guys that are still machistas and like feel like that, or at least that I've I've experienced and seen. Um, mm -hmm. They still kind of like everything, or let's say your lady wants to do something. I'm a nail artist, right? Right. For example, I'll put I'll, I'll give an example. I'm a nail artist, so. When I first started uh, working from home, I would tell my husband like, oh, like uh, I went from obviously having so much clients to not as much, you, I just did that transfer. So let me yeah. go ahead and um, do, like put some nails on you, do them and take pictures so I could get more content in. Yeah, yeah. and he, had no, he has no problem with that, right? right? But I feel like a lot of guys, they'll be like, oh, like that's some gay shit or whatever. But honestly, I feel like if you know your sexuality, nothing you do or say can change that. True. So I feel like uh, a, lo a lot of guys, like they can't do anything or, or even for their lady, just like to help her out. Because yeah, it be like, that. like it, it's 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 not right. Like I'm a, I'm a male, but I feel like it just sometimes you got to realize that no matter what you do, if you're if, if you're straight, nothing you do is going to change that so i feel like sometimes 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 it has to do with your own of how you feel i feel like a yeah. lot of guys put that as a front because they really be feeling a different type of way inside so that's that's what i be seeing sometimes. May maybe but I, I used to be that guy like i used to be the guy where like i like i just mentioned right now earlier Con la banana. like huh Con la banana. that that and just like everything i did like i had to, i i couldn't show basically i couldn't show weakness or, or 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 feminine traits yeah like if you told me if i if a girl told me oh hold my purse no oh, what about now purse. i'll hold it yeah see and then i question myself i'll, I'll be like hmm fuck is was that the right decision like it's just like i don't know if it's good or bad well, for girls, when, it is tell me that you'll get more girls when you're actually being like 
I, I feel mm. like a lot of guys are like, ooh, like, las girl, la, the girls are going to be teniendo miedo. But honestly, girls like that shit. Girls think it's sexy when when you don't care what anyone else like thinks. Because I feel like a lot of guys don't do it because they're scared of uh, what other males are going to say or opinionate. Right. So I feel like it just, it just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would do my it now because I, yeah, it's not a problem with it. I'm not saying it's bad. Like yeah. I said, b before I wouldn't, I'd be like, no, or shit like that. Yeah. Or like, uh, sometimes, um, I think you would tell me too. Like, let me paint your face or some shit like that. Makeup yeah, on your face. <laughs> I think that I think that's a still a no go for me. No. Like, I wouldn't judge a guy who has a lady and and be like, oh, can I do your makeup? Let me let me practice on your face. Yeah. I wouldn't judge, but would I do it? I don't know. I think that's too much for me. Well, I don't know if I'm. Boundaries. I don't know if I'm. Bi huh? Boundaries also come in hand. Boundaries. It. it yeah. Sometimes it's boundaries. It, I can't also as a woman, we have to respect your man's boundaries. Like you can always, certain, you can always expect to be your man to say yes to everything you say. That's yeah, true. That's very true. I, I think I, I think that'd be my boundary then. I'd be like, you know what? Like I wouldn't feel feminine or or I don't wanna I don't wanna fucking this episode will get fucking banned. So I'm gonna spell <laughs> it. I don't wanna feel G A see that too. You can't you can't speak comfortably now because your fucking your 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 podcast or your video will get fucking reported. You can't you, you get, can't say you can't say controversial words because now it'll get soft. Soft or you society get we're living in. Or you get canceled. That's soft society. Yeah. But like I said, I I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel G A Y if if um um, what was I talking about? Fuck, I lost my train of thought. About um, you wouldn't you have the boundary of the makeup. The makeup, wouldn't I wouldn't. I, yeah, I would. I wouldn't feel G A Y with the makeup on. Um, but it, it'd probably be a boundary for me. Like I just wouldn't. It's just not me. I don't want to have makeup on. Is there something wrong with that? No. So yeah, that would be that would probably be a boundary for me. Just no. Yeah. Just I don't know. I feel like as women, we also have to respect that. I feel like it just, yeah. it, it depends. Um, uh, it's the communication aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure we would, we, if for us too, like we have boundaries that we wouldn't, we wouldn't do. We're, we won't always say yes for a man as well. So. Yeah. so it should be respected. There's this, just to wrap up now real quick. There's this thing too in, in um, it's, it's in Hispanic culture. It's a Mexican culture for sure. Like if, if you do some. If you do, like for me as a guy, if I do too many uh, theme, so too many things that that seem feminine, I might turn, I might turn the other way, right? I, I might turn gay or something. Do yeah. You, do you think that's that there's truth in that? I'm not sure if there's any like evidence, like scientific evidence, like boom, it, no. it's a habit you can create. I, I'm still iffy about that one. I don't think so. I feel for like it's. It's let me let me give you an let me give you okay, an example. Let me give you an example. You have a son, right? Okay. Let's, let's say you have a son, and he starts growing up. He's like maybe let's say he's like six or seven now, right? He 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 can reach he can reach the kitchen sink now, right? And you oh, guys and, and you guys have a and you guys have have dinner. You guys have dinner, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you guys have dirty plates and. You, you you put him to wash the dishes the two times out of the week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Every week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's it's your time to wash it. Him only, him only. Would you do it? 
Yes. Why? Yes. Well, because in in they, Hispanic culture, men don't wash don't. dishes. They don't. Um, because when you grow up, you have to. Well, it's I'm telling you right now. Like we're in a different era, and and exactly. a lot. That, that that's the thing. We we have to be careful, because yeah, your 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 kid is gonna be washing dishes. Right. And he's and okay, so and you say you have a controlled environment in your house, right? Well, that's uh-huh. not that's not that's not bad, you know, it's not gay. It's it's cool. He's just washing dishes, he's responsible, right? He's gotta do yeah. it, he's gotta do it. But he, now he then he walks out of his home and he hits society now where they're pushing for it's oh it's okay to be a little soft for guys. It's a little it's okay to be a little feminine, it's okay to do things that girls do every now and then, you know, it's it's okay to to you know. Put on some little blush or something, or put a little lip gloss or something. It's okay. Don't you think a, a duty like that would, would contribute to him leaning into a more feminine side, which can maybe at a young age question his sexuality? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I, I think it, it can teach. It could teach it. Teach uh, the little boy to. I guess discipline. Um, you can discipline but, him doing other things. Take out the trash or something. I I mean, yeah. Question, question. Will, will, will you, let's say you have a daughter. Okay. Will you put her to take out the trash? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Think about it. It just depends. Mika, Mika, you have, you have your trash bins in, in the backyard or in the front. That's what, yeah, that's what we front. used to fight about. I, that was my job. Out. Exactly. That was my you never took out the trash. No, but the, the thing is because I never because I never told you. No, That's no, not, no. That you wasn't ne- your job. That wasn't you, your job. You never told me, but my mom did. So things that I had to do as a woman, I had to do, and you didn't, right? But when it came to you and you forgot and to take out the trash and you had gone to work or whatever the case is, or you just forgot, I would have to do it. My mom would order me to do it. But, but when I told her, oh, like if I was gone. She would not put you to do things I had to do. You're confusing. You're confusing the examples. She would. She would sometimes get you to take out the bathroom trash and put it in the kitchen trash. No. She never. She never sent you to to take the kitchen trash outside in the bins. And well, you, you know the, that you weren't and there. You know, and but did she? Never. I would have. I did ne- like the trash you know, can a couple you times. You know. You know why she would tell you to to. You know why she would tell you to. Take the bathroom trash into the kitchen. Yeah, it's the bathroom. Like, you, you, you guys use more, more, much, more things in the stuff. bathroom. Yeah, yeah. That's but, the reason. She would never tell you to. You know that she would never tell you to take the kitchen the trash. trash can. No, I don't think that it's ever the happened. Bolte, the actual bolte. Sometimes yeah, I would never, have to put it outside. Yes, I did. That's what I'm oh, talking I, about. I'm okay, not, and okay, now I've I've washed a dish before. Like I'm not saying no. I never washed dishes. I'm not saying, but it was, but it wasn't my thing. But I feel like that's okay. Like, I feel like it shouldn't be gendered. Like to me, it shouldn't be gendered. Like the trash can once in a while, like, I'm not saying that it should be the girl's job, but I'm saying once in a while, it's not going to break your heart. You break your hand. You know what I mean? Because, because as when you get older, that changes when you live with your partner. Like for the example, I do the dishes, right? My husband takes out the trash, but there's times and there's going to be situations where, um, I I'm busy. And he sometimes help, helps me with a few plates. No se le van a caer las manos. And he's okay with that. And sometimes oh, yeah. he's late for work and I have to take out the trash or take out the botas because they come on Tuesday. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's just, 
sometimes like it, it, it's not going to change how for, it's not going to change for you to become a softie when you're older. Sometimes it just teach you discipline. And sometimes like, what if you're older and you never get a wife, then you're going to have to cook. You're going to have to clean. You're going to have to take out the trash. You're going to have to do the restroom by yourself. So it's then all those things, you know, I've done all those things. No, I'm it's not just, saying that, but I'm just, saying I know, I know, that. I know, I'm, I know. I understand what you're saying, but check this out. You know why that happens? The what? general is at home and why it changes what? when you leave home. Because when you're at home, mom and dad could always do it for you. When you leave, shit changes. It's, it's either the wife or the but, husband. Who's going to do it? That's, that's your guys', I guess, agreement now. At home, it's different. It's a different you change from one agreement to the other. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 yeah, that's what it is. Like if I didn't do the dishes or you didn't do the dishes, then who would who who does them? Yeah. The parents do them, right? Yeah. Mom does it. I think that's what I think just the agreement changes, but I'm still strong on there's things that guys shouldn't do and there's things that girls shouldn't do not that they won't ever do them like you said it's going to be necessary to do it sometimes yeah but if i'm a washer it's going to come out of me hey i want to wash the dishes i'll wash them like i'll wash dishes if i if i want to it's not like oh if i wash a dish like it's just like oh my sexuality changed no but it's not like oh like Cause I, yeah because i feel like if like if i were to like uh you know get with someone and go out and live with with a girl like I feel like I wouldn't be in the kitchen. Like, I don't, I don't think I would be the one cooking. I wouldn't want that. I'd be like, hey, I don't cook. That'd be my boundary. And then but, I would wait for, and then I would wait. Well, what do you think of it? What do you think of it? You know, just shit like that. That's my, I don't cook or I'm not in the kitchen. Will, will I not ever be in the kitchen? No, of course I'm going to be in the kitchen, but it'll be up to me. Like, okay, I'll, I'll wash the dishes tonight or I'll, I'll cook something for you. Special yeah. occasion, you know, shit like that. But I think it's that I think you mentioned earlier, it's just that boundaries you guys have to set. Yeah. So er, er, like every relationship and everyone, everyone's home is going to be different. Oh, like it, it, so because there's guys out there that are stay at home dads or stay at home like guys. That's true. I couldn't do and that. Girls work, at, girls work. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I mean, it's it's like if it works for them. It, it works for them. Yeah. And, and the, the partners, like, let's say the guy, he's not ashamed of it. Like he's okay with like, Hey, well, I'll just stay at home and cook and clean. If he's cool with it, then Hey, do you, man? I would, I, I, I'd judge him a little bit. I'm going to be honest, but who gives a fuck? Who gets, it's my opinion, bro. If, it's, if you're, if you're happy with your wife and shit's working out, Hey, do you, what I think would be, what I think, uh, it, it'll be beneficial to society. Probably not, man. I don't think because like I said right now, the girls are usually the influencers, you know, on TikTok, Instagram. Girl, so they're girl, getting girl, paid. Girls are getting money right now. Yeah. Girls are getting and the money. Guys, the guys rather just like edit the, the, or just the, take care of the kids. Or he's barely working his way. Like the there's like 20 year old girls who are fit and look good and they're making money on TikTok. And yeah. the guy is 20, barely building his shit up, you know, on fucking you know, working and, you know, he, he can't get money that way, you know? So it's just, 
that that's where you, that's where you question yourself. Well, shit, this shit gonna work out. Is this shit right? Am I cool with that? As a guy, you have to ask, or is she cool with that? You guys both have to get, uh, ask yourself that question. You know, am I cool with this situation? Mm-hmm. That's why I think that that's like I said, we're we're all over the place right now. We're all over the place, but I I stick strong to my roots, to my culture. Uh, yes, I'm willing to do some adjustment adjustments, but history doesn't lie. You know, history says that if genders do this thing, it's gonna work out as best as it is. And everybody's gonna be ha- as as happy as possible. And the examples, are, the the way I'm picturing this thing is a perfect world. There's no such thing as a perfect world, right? There's no such thing as a perfect world. So everything I'm saying is is if the world was perfect, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's sometimes I I tell myself like, damn, well, why do I have like this high expectation? Because I always have like this perfect expectation. I'm like, well, why not? But then again, I I think like, well, it's not gonna be perfect. There's gonna be some adjustments that's gonna I'm gonna have to do for it to work out. You know that I think that's the 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 gift and the curse. It, nobody or nothing is perfect nothing is perfect yeah all right so i guess i'm just gonna i think it was a good wrap up right there i think we're almost in two hours right there any yeah, last, little, co- any last comments cat, you have where's he at yeah my little cat's just looking at me from her treehouse she's all mad she's she's a attention like seeker she loves she has so much energy and huh. i could play with her all day and she, no se cansa so right now she's meowing because she wants to play, but yeah, a little Watch girl. Attention. Mm-hmm. All right. Any last comments? Um, hopefully, I don't know. Si me invita otra vez, I can have like a different, like more to it. Cause I feel like this is my first time actually recording something mm-hmm. and I'm a little, sh- I was a little shy and nervous. So please take it easy on me. <laughs> and you, um, said a, you said a lot. But I feel like also, too, I've been focusing more on my Spanish. So for English, I feel like I have to focus more because on English, como que no sé explicarme perfecto. So I feel huh. like in Spanish, I've been just like learning, learning, what do you do? learning. What do, you, what do you do to better your Spanish? Uh, I've been reading books in Spanish. I've been typing in Spanish. Yeah, I've been reading. Damn. In, in my house now, I just speak Spanish. To Abraham, I speak I speak to him in Spanish. Yeah, and now I feel like my English is kind of iffy now. I'm like, damn. So I gotta yeah. focus. I gotta focus on my English because I mean, yeah, like it's it's not perfect. I feel like it's hard for me to explain myself in English, but I feel like yeah. in Spanish, where I was lacking not so long ago, I was trying to focus on it because I don't want to forget my Spanish, and I've been doing so good in Spanish. Uh-huh. My but Spanish in- is, uh, I think it's good. It's good, I think yeah. I've I've better in, I've been bettering my English. You know what I've noticed too? What? Like that's fucking weird as shit. I'm left-handed, right? I'm left I'm left-hand dominant. Uh-huh. And I think that if, that affects the way I speak or Why? or my my word choice. Uh if if you really sit down and hear how I, and hear how I say things, I've, I've I've caught myself doing this, and I've read about it. And I've heard it's true. Mm-hmm. I switch my words around. Oh, do you? I do, like a lot, a lot. Like, uh, let's see, for example, like oh, let's I do say, that too. yeah, 
it's a Spanish thing because in Spanish it's opposite. It is opposite. So I think I think that can be, you, but you, maybe what you're saying is may, true as well. Maybe it's my left hand because I'm left hand dominant. Supposedly, yeah. like we use like a, di a different part of the brain first. Uh huh. So I don't know what it is, but I say I shit. I say shit like, backwards. let me say if I, yeah, I say shit backwards. Uh, maybe it is a Spanish. Now that I'm thinking of it, a Spanish to his opposite. So I feel like with me in English, I also do that. Well, my English sucks, man. Like I, I honestly want to work on it, but I feel yeah. like it's because I've always been um, like frightened to speak. Um, so I feel like it's it's I can't explain myself the way I the way I'm like trying to say it in my mind. No me sale. I'm like your, fighting myself. Your English or Spanish? My well, my Spanish was like that too. That's why I started working on it. But my English has always sucked. That's why I was in that elementary where they put me for like years but esl uh, e or esl ELS. or ELS. ELS, yeah, no? ELS. yeah i, I was so. never in that shit my, my english was, was pretty good my english <laughs> sucked and it still is it sucks but i'm trying to I, I was forgetting my spanish and it's funny because my english always like it it's never been the best yeah and it's funny because i i was losing my spanish and then I was like, what the hell am I going to speak? I don't speak English, I don't speak Spanish. So I started focusing more on my Spanish, and it's pretty good now. But my mm -hmm. English, I feel like I have to focus on, but I definitely books, because I don't read books in English. I never had. I never liked it. So. Do, you, yeah. do, you, do you think in English or Spanish? Do like I when think? You think? Yeah, do you think? Like when you talk to yourself like in Spanish, your mind. In Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. yeah? Uh -huh. Like you talk, you talk to yourself in Spanish? Oh, hey, cat, you have to do this, you have to do that. Yeah. Don't forget this. Better yeah, in Spanish. Spanish. Oh shit. Yeah. No, I think in English. I think in no. English. I don't, I don't think I ever think in Spanish. No, I think in English. I, yeah, it's weird. In English. Yeah. I yeah, I talk English. to myself in Spanish. My conscious. <laughs> that's weird. That's I never a, thought. That's of... a good question. I never thought about that. No, no. I I I pump myself up in 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 English. I mean, there's times where I talk to myself in Spanish, but now most of the time it's it's English. Yeah, but yeah, that 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 like I said, the flipping of words like blow it blows my mind sometimes. It's just like fuck. But it people sucks. understand me. I think people. I don't know people. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. You know what? You know what I think I've noticed too. It's not what, and it's true. They they're just saying it's not. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Like I I don't I don't think. See I see I was, I was about to commit it right now. That mistake. I was going to say, I don't, I was in something else instead of, I don't think, but I caught myself and I turned it around. Maybe it is a fucking Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> like but, for, go for, go ahead. Regardless of, of my, of my, um, of my vocabulary or how, how I speak, I think it's like the emotion I give my audience that they like, I guess. You take your time. What do you mean? Like you space, like you take your time when you speak, like, like that, I don't know, like you do your commas and type, like, because I think but speaking it, you think before I've, you think before you speak and I don't like, I just, it comes in my head. And I just want to spit it out. And it doesn't mm. like, I don't say how I want to. What are you doing puppy? Mm. See, okay. I've, I've always, I've always talked like this though, but now, now I'm aware of it. I really have to pause. And really think what I want to say. Because if I'm just talking, then it's just like, 
there's no goal to what I'm saying. I could just talk and be whoop de boop whoop de boop, but there's no goal. Like there's no finish line. When I pause and I'm hmm. Yeah. So this is what I want to say. And I'm slowly adding, adding, and subtracting. And sometimes I'm like, well, I'm gonna say this, but then I subtract something else and I say something else. So it's just I really think what I say, but but I fuck up a lot too. Like I catch myself like mumbling, I catch myself like I missing her. words or or saying words two times. Like it's weird, but I think it's just I mean, we're not we're, we're me and you, we're 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 regular people. We're like we're not like we're we're sons and daughters of immigrant parents, you know, we're just not we weren't born into like money or like, you know, nice people and shit. Like we're just I think we're just regular people, you know? So I'm yeah. I'm cool with it. Like I think it's cool that I fuck up a lot sometimes cuz it 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 reminds me of where I come from. Like I'm not perfect. Yeah. Like we come from humble beginnings, like humble people. Like we don't come from people with money and big educations and shit. Like we're fucking we're people, we're rasa, you know? So yeah. I, I I see it that way and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's cool then." And I feel like that attracts that that's that that type of people. Like it's just and and Although I might fuck up sometimes, but I feel like my vocabulary is is it's a little extensive. Like I'll I'll throw, I'll throw I know some big words in there here and there. Shall I'll, I'll throw them in, and I think that attracts another another side of, of people. So you know, it's just it just attracts different people and shit. You know, mm-hmm. uh, do I want to talk perfectly? I mean, I want to better it, but I'm I want to better not, it too. But I'm not like uh, I'm not too hard on myself on how I speak it right now, cause like I said, like shit, it shows my background. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a regular dude, regular dude. Uh, but yeah, I'll wrap up with that. Um, so you're now tech in San Bernardino, California. How yes. can girls or or men, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or men? Why not? Yep. Or men. Um find you and hit you up for an appointment on instagram uh, my at is cat beauty k k a t b e a u t y that's my um professional account yk right cat beauty k yeah and you can message me on dm no text i don't take text just dm message me Okay, I'll go ahead and write that on the description of this episode so they can DM you on Instagram. Just Instagram? Yeah, just Instagram. Or email. You can email me as well at catbeautyk uh, at gmail.com. Not the at. I'm sorry. Just catbeautyk at gmail.com. Okay, show me a little details after we I close this and I can write that down on the description. Okay, so now say, what do you do? Like, what are your services? My services are soft gel extensions and well, also known as gel X and I do manicures and I also do um, structure manicures. Okay. That's I it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hit you up for prices. Hit me up with prices. Yeah. For any, for any information, just go ahead and DM me. Um, I have a lot of information also here in my no station. So for any questions, go ahead and DM me on my Instagram. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, there you guys have it. Um, Kat Sanchez, my sister, the middle child we had on today. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening.
If you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, y'all missing out. Subscribe, favorite streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, whatever. Subscribe, follow, turn on, turn on notifications so you guys won't miss an episode. For podcast content, I have Instagram at getshow.mindright. I post like reels and short clips uh, so you guys can enjoy the you know smaller version of the podcast. But I'd prefer you. You guys listen to the whole episode because you guys get the whole, I guess, background of the conversation. But do you. All right. That's it from my part. Again, Kat, thank you for uh, being a guest. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. It was nice being here. It was exciting. Cool. Nerve-wracking, but exciting. I think think we just hit the two-hour mark right now. Yep. We just hit it. 435. All right, cool. Two hours, nice. not bad. All right, uh-huh. hopefully I'll, I'll have you soon. Not soon. I'll have you. I'll, I'll have you in the future for sure. Again, have another conversation. Awesome. It was nice seeing you. All right, nice seeing you. See you this weekend. You're coming through, yep. right? Yep. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, cool. For sure. Okay, boys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.